Welcome to another instalment of our occasional podcast called I Wish I Hadn't. I'm Dave Hill. And I'm John Wyatt. As you can tell from our names, David and Jonathan, we were born in the 1950s, so we've had many years to accumulate embarrassing moments which we now feel happy to share. The dictionary defines regret as a sorrowful remembrance, a sense of loss. But we're not in the business of sorrow and loss here. We're dealing with those things in life that we might wish had been otherwise, but which we're now prepared to own up to. Well, it seems to have been uh, a very long time since the, the two of us were together or even on a, a Zoom call to, to discuss something else we wish we hadn't done. But uh, various uh, illnesses, time and time constraints and Christmas got in the way. But we're back again today. Uh, so morning, John. Good morning, Dave, for our many, many fans. Um, and today we are going to blush hot and cold Remembering moments when we drew attention to ourselves, but yeah. not in a good way. Yes, it is social embarrassment. So here we go. I mean, the probably the first social embarrassments we get are at school, aren't they? And I was thinking, I was thinking myself about names. You and I have mm. middle names about yes. which of us are particularly proud, are we? No, no. They do tend they do tend to date us a little bit, don't they? What the actual our middle names are. Yes. But I can remember in, in class um being asked uh we had to give our full name and I was embarrassed to reveal my middle name. So I actually got up from my desk, walked to the front and whispered it to the teacher. <laughs> nobody, else, nobody else had to hear. <laughs> but then you know, you get over these things. These are minor things. I've you do. I, it's not that I wish I didn't have my middle name. It's just that I wish I hadn't been embarrassed about it, I think. Well, I remember on the same sort of thing. I remember when, I don't know if you remember this, but when we had um, French, and I know we were both in the same class for French, and um, the uh, the teacher said, uh, you know, what's your name? And, and I thought, well, David's reasonably okay. And I thought, that, that's David in, in French. She was going to call us by French name, David. That's okay, you know. Um, yeah. And then uh, she said, well, of course, we've got another David in the class, so we'll have to use your your second name. To which I said, oh, oh, really? What What is it? And I said, it's Jeffrey. So I remember she called me Jeffwa. <laughs> you should have said something something like uh, fl- fl- Flummel or, or <laughs> yeah. uh, Pierre. Uh, that was suitably French. Marcel. <laughs> Marcel Hill, yes, that goes well, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that brings it back. Yeah. I think um, another another common cause of embarrassment is um, various forms of nudity in public, isn't it? Mm. Um, and I can think of one um, when I I went to stay with a, a friend, um, and she said, "Let's go to the sauna that I go to." Uh, I was just the weekend, and I thought, well, I don't have any, you know, swimming costume. And she mm. said, oh, so you can just wear your, your pants, you know, that'll be okay. I thought, well, that's all right, because saunas are dry, aren't they, you know? Yes. Um, be waterproof. So we went there, of course, 
hadn't realised that the Thornas are dry, but you sweat a lot. That's the first thing. And secondly, we also went in a steam room. All right. So that the the the, um, the boxes that I was wearing uh, were made, were, were sort of fairly pale colour and soon became very saturated, uh, upon which it became obvious that I had virtually translucent pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that everybody else in the sauna could see the whole deal. You know? <laughs> I just had to sort of um, brave it out, really. And, you know, I mean, he's all on display, but hey, you know, I'm cool with this. I might as well have gone in there with nothing on at all. I mean, the, the only thing is, of course, uh, for something like that, you're okay as long as there isn't suddenly a chorus of ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Yeah, 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 oh dear, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I mean, things we wish we hadn't done. Well, I'm still at school, of course. Um, I did have the, the well, the ignominy of, um, shall we say, as we called snogging, um, a, yes. a girl at a at a party who was less, less than pleasing to the eye, but I thought it was like a bit any any port in a storm, really. And I, I know you were there at the time. And uh, and, and I, I managed to to intimately snog with this girl under under a standard lamp, I seem to recall, which uh, which left nothing to the imagination, really. Yeah, you should have had a bit more discretion. I mean, obviously, Dave, what we're going to hear now is, is what compounded the mistake, isn't it? Yes. Because of which yes. there was another party. There was indeed. And, and instead of thinking... Oh, I've learned from my mistake there. I yep. went steaming straight in again with the same person, and yep. uh, le leading to many, uh, uh, shall we say, uh, um, Mickey-taking comments from yourself and others. Many others, yes, exactly. It was, we didn't allow you to forget that in a hurry. I mean, it's a bit unfortunate for the for the girl, but I mean, she wasn't particularly well. You know, I mean, boys are so kind of, you know, keen to rank their conquests, aren't they? You know, and it just was not considered a particular notch in your no. And I don't, I don't know if you know that. I, mean, I can't remember if I told you this or not, or I was too ashamed of it. The fact that when I used to stay at my uh, at my grand's in 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 uh, in Beminster, and the the girl got to know that I was staying there for overnight one one weekend, I think it was, and 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 came. Came and knocked on the door and asked my gran if I was in, um, and I think I was cowering in the little kitchenette that she had in her flat at the time, thinking, "Oh God, please don't, please don't say I'm here." <laughs> well, you see, for her, it was probably a social accomplishment, wasn't it, rather than an embarrassment. What can I say? What can I say? She probably thought I've pulled a, a you know, a star here. <laughs> she probably had got a lot of credit with her friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, I remember. Um, I mean, fairly socially embarrassing. Um, many years later, having a a, a girlfriend in uh, when I moved to the Midlands, and and I decided that this wasn't working this relationship at all, uh, and I was keen to um, to finish it, but very sort of cowardly about these things and finally plucked up the courage on one saturday evening to uh to 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 finish it and uh i was uh, as i lived in at the time and the it was sort of i suppose about sort of 
half past nine-ish, quarter to ten on the Saturday night. And um, I managed to sort of do the evil deed and finish with this this young lady and then um, insisted on, you know, getting a taxi for her to take her home. I don't think I was driving at the time and, and was very keen to get the taxi as soon as possible because I knew that match of the day was about to start and I was quite keen to watch it. <laughs> and I always felt very embarrassed about that. The sort of, it was like, you know, tears were, didn't mean a lot. It was like, yes, that's that. I'm ever so sorry about that. But looking at my watch almost to say, you know, yes, come on, off you go. Then. <laughs> did it work? Did you get rid of her? I did. I did, yeah. And uh, I, I remember that match of the day was quite, quite a good one as well. <laughs> yeah. well, maybe she wanted to watch Match of the Day as well. Who knows? I mean, you you might, you know, she probably wanted to get home. I mean, the only sort of dating embarrassment I've had in that way was was actually turning down somebody, which was sort of cringe making. It's uh, you know, somebody asked a, a, a woman asked me out and I really didn't fancy her. So yeah. it's trying to think of an excuse, kind of on the hoof though, of why you didn't want to. Um, yes. Right with somebody that's that's not easy is it really yeah no 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 the story no. that that i that i think that all my family love is a story that um that i would always tell if i was in the red chair on graham norton um <laughs> yes. and, and i went to a party in in a large kind of room a large sort of hall and it was a, 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 a table in the middle with all the food and drink on it and all mm. the seats were arranged around the outside of of the walls and little tables you know so so everybody kind of sat down there was nobody in the middle of the room and every time anybody got up to go and get anything to eat it was the only thing happening so everybody's attention immediately went to them. And i thought well i'm quite hungry so i'll go up to the table and i got a plate and picked out some you know cocktails sausages crisps and things and there was a little bowl of um something that that you know they that you know they look like sort of um, raisins or something or other, and they seem yes. to be a bit. So I took a handful um, and popped them into my mouth just to see what they were. And as I did that, I realised while everybody watched me that I put into my mouth other people's discarded olive stones. Oh God! <laughs> Whereupon I had to sort of spit them out into my hand, put them back, and then retreat hurriedly to my to my corner, dark corner. Did you manage to retreat sort of nonchalantly? No. Uh, you know, or you no. know, it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Lacking in nonchalance, completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I know one of my um, wish I hadn't was certainly to, the, to, um, to sort of socially embarrass myself in front of a large audience. Um, right. And uh, basically, with uh, the, the the show uh, "Return to the Forbidden Planet," which we were performing, and I had a, uh, a uh, opened the show sort of thing, and um, uh, there was a uh, various bits of dialogue. All one of those shows where I, I never completely understood what I was saying because it, it's all written, it's all very Shakespearean. It's based on the Tempest, but uses bits from other Shakespearean plays, and. Mm -hmm. uh, so so it doesn't always make sense and i i got confused at one point and um i'd, I'd sort of done my opening uh, bit of speech and then i was supposed to uh to to give a, a cue line for the opening chorus number uh where 40 people were waiting in the wings and up the up the aisles of the, of the theater to come down and um i 
managed instead to, to skip over that that cue line onto the cue line for the next song, which is a duet between me and someone else. Um, and so I, I sort of blithely went on with this and, and, and then we had to launch into this number and the, and the orchestra obviously feverishly uh, finding their part for the next song uh, mm. all the time. And as I was starting it, you know, I was aware of sort of movement inside of me and, and, and in the auditorium. And that was the, the chorus members um, sheepishly um, disappearing back upstairs and into the wings because they weren't going to do their opening big chorus number. Um, right. It didn't dawn on me that it was anything to do with me at the time, apart from I thought it was a bit strange what was going on. And I, I went off stage, went to the dressing room and and basically looked at my script. Uh, and I was saying to someone at the time, I said, you know, it, it didn't feel right. It felt like someone had really cocked up up there. I think it might have been so-and-so was up on the bridge. Because I looked at the script and it, the, the, that cold sweat came over me when I yeah. realised it was me. I'd absolutely cut out the opening number of the show, totally. Um, which completely made, made even less sense then. It, um, to, yeah, completely. In fact, what was actually said um, amongst the people who were there was that uh, in that particular return to the Forbidden Planet, the spaceship, which it's set on, uh, didn't actually take off because... Um, the, the number which was Wipeout was about the spaceship taking off and not going off to cruise the galaxy. So it actually never never left, basically, for that performance. So there you go. Did you get a lot of, um, you know, back chat from, from the rest of the cast? They, they, most of the cast laughed about it, but I remember the director's face um, was absolute thunder. Didn't actually have a go at me, but um, it was almost like they couldn't believe what I'd done to this yeah. you know carefully rehearsed opening number <laughs> yeah. oh, what a shame Dave <laughs> isn't it funny how you remember things that that you know happened years and years ago and they still make you feel embarrassed oh totally yeah. yeah I'm thinking I had a hitching holiday around Cornwall with Robin remember mm. Robin mm -hmm. and, mm. and and we were hitching we hadn't had a lift for ages we were walking along and you know every time a car came past you put your thumb out and we just got so fed up. I said to Robin, well, the, when the next car comes around, let's not put our thumbs out. Let's just give it a really good V sign. Uh, <laughs> so, so the car came past and we both did, you know, did en energetic V signs yeah. just because we were, we were fed up um, and then sort of carried on. Five minutes later, of course, back in the other direction came the car that had passed us. <laughs> yeah. Slowed down and a very angry man opened his window and, you know, and got, Really, we we of course pretended ignorance and said, "I don't, you know, we were waving or something like that." Waving, <laughs> and, and it's funny, isn't it? You know, because we knew we'd done the wrong thing. We tried to, and I can still remember that from you know probably you know fifty odd years ago, and feeling really, really embarrassed now because it was just such a stupid thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I, wish, I wish I hadn't thought of doing that, but there you go. You know, it's well, I mean, because my other, my other. Uh, you know, as I always bring the odd musical theatre, which I hadn't, and being socially embarrassed in. My other, my other um, tale is of uh, being one of the, the two gondoliers in, in Gilbert and Sullivan's Gondoliers. And the the song that opens um, Act Two <clears throat> is Take a Pair of Sparkling Eyes, very famous song, sung by many famous tenors in the past and, you know, well known to people. And, uh, and always a slightly... 
not slightly out of my range, but at the top of it, at the very top of it. And uh, always a bit of a sort of a, um, oh, God, I hope I can get those notes for this one because it would be a little bit, you know, high. And uh, on the one night, I think it might have been the Friday night, um, it opened or the, or the music started or, and I started to sing. And I was going through this whole first verse thinking it, my voice must have really warmed up during the week because it feels far more comfortable than it has for the rest of the week. And and I, and I thought, oh, that's, that's sounding really good. So then it, it got to the bit where I stopped singing and the orchestra carried on to do the next, uh, the, the, the bridge into the next verse. And it dawned on me that the I treated the audience to uh, a song that I was singing in a completely different key to the orchestra. It must have been absolutely excruciating for anybody to listen to, but I didn't know at the time. And luckily, I mean, for my, I felt luckily, I was able then to pick it up and sing the next verse, the, the second verse, in the right key. But those people must have must have thought to themselves, who on earth is this appalling, out of key singer that, that that can't sing it? <laughs> but it couldn't have been as bad as, as the story that that we that we both shared in oral. You know, when uh, you know we were listening to to the terrible singing the warbling singing in the uh, lyric theater <laughs> you know no, no. It, it was it was probably quite on a par because this would have this would have actually hurt people's ears i think you know to the, the complete discord between what i was doing and what the band were doing at the time so yeah it was it was not a, not a, not a good memory that's one that does again bring me out in a bit of a cold sweat and i think i can't believe i did that yeah yeah no now, i've got another another embarrassing one actually involving nudity with um when I, I wake, woke up um, one morning in my sort of 20s and got out of bed, uh, went downstairs to make a cup of tea, not wearing anything, as, as I didn't in those days, went <laughs> back up the stairs with my cup of tea in my hands and one, one for Jackie and um, met on the stairs my mother-in-law um, coming down. <laughs> because I had two cups of tea in my hands. I couldn't actually do anything to no. cover myself. <laughs> and if you meet anybody naked, it's probably not your mother-in-law, is it? Really? No, absolutely not. No, no, definitely not. I had to assume nonchalance and and just carry on up the stairs uh, with my cup of tea, and and she, you know, in her own polite way, didn't actually make any mention of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I still blush with that one, really. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know, um, you know. It's, I think I think so far we've avoided um, the, the socially embarrassing um, bathroom stories uh, of things that we've things that we've maybe left in bathrooms and and then um, had had to uh, try and um, I suppose make it not even make excuses for but ignore so that people think maybe it wasn't that person that's responsible at all. No. So, the one that won't go round the bend, you know, even though yeah. you're poking the loop in there. It won't break up. There's just a monster left behind. Absolutely, yeah. It's sort of lying there smiling at you as if saying, "No, I'm not going anywhere." No, 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 no. And of course, if it's uh, if you've if you've been in and um, uh, left something like that, but also the aroma that goes with it, and yes. you're you know that there's someone waiting to go in the bathroom after you. Um, yeah. Just how long do you do you leave it before you leave the bathroom? How, how long can you sort of eke out that, that, oh, well, that person's in there now washing their hands and, and dressing themselves, et cetera, et cetera, you know, before you come out and say, 
or you know, I'd give it a minute or two sort of thing. Yeah, I haven't actually had that happen to me. I, I remember being at a, a wedding when I uh, was waiting to go into the loo and whoever was in there was taking a long time. So I, I sort of knocked on the door politely and nothing happened. And I sort of then sort of hammered on the door. I said, you know, are you OK in there? Have you had a stroke? Yeah. Um, eventually the door opened and out came a severely handicapped person. Um, so, I mean, there was quite a long queue, <laughs> but, but oh my God. I mean, <laughs> I didn't really want to want to be there at that time. Um, <laughs> I'm quite embarrassed about that, I must say. <laughs> that, that's the ideal, yes, ideally socially embarrassed, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, with, with the bathroom as well, of course, there's the, uh, um, you know, being, being, being both of us being of the male persuasion, you know, you do have the odd time uh, where you've been in for a quick relief uh, for yourself, and then you realise that you are you're wearing light coloured trousers and you have uh, trouser tracks down them, as we say, you know. And yes. uh, uh, my my <laughs> one of my friends always used to say, "Well, he said I always get over that." He said, "Basically." If if I realise I've got trouser tracks, and there's a, a group of people outside who don't want them to see them. I will then purposely splash a load of water from the tap onto my trousers, uh, mm. and then go out saying, "Oh, God, that tap! Oh, it's so powerful! Look at what it's done to me." Yes. A good answer. Yeah. Well, I, I've never actually had that happen, luckily, but I'll remember that in case. It <laughs> yeah, if you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, so there's plenty really in our life that uh, that you know has caused us some embarrassment. Yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, there's there's of course the famous one, and, and I think a lot of us have done it. Um, is the is meeting someone, uh, a lady who um, is large in the in the stomach area, yeah, and saying the the immortal phrase. So so when's it due? And mm. being greeted with, when's what you? Oh, God. <laughs> you haven't done that, have you? Uh, a, a friend of mine did it to my ex-sister-in-law um, and not only said it, but then compounded it by continuing the conversation and saying, but, it, but surely, no, come on, don't be silly. Of course, of course you must be expecting a baby. To which she more and more angrily said, no, I am not expecting a baby. Oh, but surely you must be. You must be. And I was, I was actually standing at the side at the time and feeling exceptionally embarrassed because it wasn't something I'd done, but I, I just wish I wasn't there at the time. <laughs> really didn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's a polite knock at the door, Dave, and it is the genie. Um, oh, can I, just before the genie comes, can I just tell you one more thing that I wish I hadn't done? So you've got I'll another take you, I'll take you, yeah, I'll, I'll take you back to, to a New Year's Eve, probably about 25, or well, let's see, uh, no, it would have been 1996, New Year's Eve 1996. Um, mm -hmm. that, that's, that's, that's significant. Um, we'd, a group of us had gone to for a New Year's Eve meal at a restaurant in, in Birmingham, and we, th there was a lot of, a lot of wine was drunk. And I, in fact, I got to the point where, I was, um, I mean, ridiculously going round tables and finishing off wine that wasn't mine because I was so drunk I didn't care and, and was exceptionally drunk. Now, at a table not very far away from us was 
Someone who now, of course, exceptionally famous is uh, was Gareth Southgate. Right. And it was 1996, and Gareth Southgate had was famous, obviously not then for being the England football manager, but actually famous for missing the penalty in the Euro 96 tournament that mm-hmm. put England out of the tournament. And obviously, you know, th- th- those of us who were there, you know, quite uh, deferential at the beginning, but once I'd had a few drinks and other people had a few drinks, we started to, to get a little bit silly, should we say, knowing it was Gareth Southgate. And we were doing things like um, throwing bits of bread roll towards him and saying, oh, careful, Gareth, don't miss it, will you? And things like that, you know, which I'm sure he found exceptionally amusing <laughs> at that time. And I, 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 it embarrasses me so much that we, we thought it was hilarious. He, poor chap, he was, he'd come out for a nice meal for New Year's Eve, somewhere he wouldn't be recognised as much by people. And there he was with, with weeks having yeah. a, a very nice man isn't he i mean you you, yeah. you know he's a very decent i thought what you were going to say was that you were going around mind sweeping and you picked up his drink and said it's okay gareth you're not going to miss this <laughs> <laughs> Poor gareth said, if only i'd thought of that at the time we, we, we thought we were just being hilarious with throwing yeah. things towards him and don't miss it and stuff like that but um well, that's he, what drinking to you isn't it yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. sure I'm sure when I'm sure when he thinks back to uh, the um, to, to Euro '96 and and all that stuff that happened to him, I'm sure there's a little bit of his mind that thinks, and then those bastards threw bread rolls at me on New Year's Eve. I hate that David Hill. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> He's never got over it, poor man. <laughs> no. Okay, so so now I think the genie is going to make an entrance, and he's going to say to you, Dave. Yeah. Which memories from your past do you want to erase so that it doesn't cause you any embarrassment any longer well i think i think because honest because i've thought about it uh and it still um comes out as a story for me the 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 singing and and treating an audience to well what would have been ear splitting cophony as i was singing it because it was so much in the wrong key i think the genie could uh, help to, do we say, retune, auto-tune my voice for the first verse of Take a Pair of Sparkling Eyes, just to, just to make it blend in with the, with the the orchestra that was paying a little bit more. And I think it might have, uh, should we say, uh, saved 400 people from thinking, oh, my God, have I got to sit through this for a long time? Unbelievable. The genie says it's, it's done, it's, it's gone. You know, <laughs> Fantastic. You, you were a star and everybody burst into applause after the first verse. <laughs> I, um, I think, you know, I would be tempted to claim the, the olive stones in the mm. mouth, but uh, that's, that's still quite an amusing story. So I think actually, funnily enough for me, I would choose the giving the V sign to the motorist with, with Robin because because... It was so long ago, and I've never really got over the embarrassment of doing something stupid and irresponsible, making the man turn round because he was, you know, annoyed and, and feeling like a little boy because I was being told off by a stranger for doing something irresponsible. And I just like that kind of embarrassment to be removed from, yeah. really. I think, it, I think it's great that, I mean, these, these things that are socially embarrassing to us, um, you actually work out how long ago they were and yes. they still 
make you think, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I yeah, it's funny, isn't it, really, how they stay with you? Yeah. Absolutely, well, yeah. It's been a while since we've done one, and mm -hmm. we're going to make sure that we're going to get back on the horse now, I hope, and, and yes. uh, you know, and produce some more. So, um, you know, we'll wait and see what happens next time. We've got some yes. ideas under consideration. And, yeah. Um, hope to produce another I wish I hadn't in the not too distant future. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will. I will now. Uh, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that and uh, thank the genie once again for his, his genie. stroke, her benevolence. And, uh, and we'll, we'll hopefully speak to people again in the near future. Yep.